Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Hi, everyone. This is Lindsay. Welcome back to my podcast, episode two. I want to talk to you guys about limited liability companies and specifically about the possibility of electing to either be taxed as an S corporation or a C corporation. This is a topic that I've been researching for myself, actually. And I figured if I'm interested in this, then there's probably other business owners out there also interested. Limited liability companies are one of the most popular entities right now, and for good reason. Um, it, it It is a fairly new structure that's been set up. It's not very old, um, but it takes away a lot of the complications and issues that were there with other entity types. So a lot of my clients have limited liability companies, but not necessarily have ever made the election to be taxed as a corporation. The IRS does not recognize limited liability companies as a taxed entity. And what does that mean? That means if you set up a limited liability company as a sole proprietor, that's how you're going to be taxed as a, I'm sorry, as a single member entity. So you can either be a single member LLC or a multi-member LLC. So if you are a single member LLC, you're going to be taxed as a sole proprietor. If you're a multi-member LLC, meaning more than one owner, then you're going to be taxed as a partnership. Now, there may be tax advantages to electing to be taxed differently, and you can do that. Um, There are certain requirements to elect as an S corporation. The IRS eligibility says that you have to be a domestic corporation. You have to either be an individual or there's certain trusts and estates that are eligible, but you can't be the part the the uh, owners cannot be partnerships, corporations or non-resident aliens. You can't have more than 100 shareholders. You can only have one class of stock and you can't be an ineligible corporation such as financial institution insurance companies, and some domestic international sales corporations. So those are the specific guidelines as to how to become eligible to be to be taxed as an S corporation. Why would you want to do this? There are tax advantages to this first and foremost. When you're taxed as a sole proprietor, you're going to be doing a Schedule C on your tax returns, and you are taxed on the entirety of your profits. Whereas if you elect to be taxed as an S corporation, you only have to pay the payroll taxes, which is your Medicare, your Social Security, all those payroll taxes. You only have to pay that on what you pay yourself as an owner on salary. So as a sole proprietor, you're paying those payroll taxes on all of your profit the self-employment tax. As an S-corp, you're only paying that on what you pay yourself in salary. Now, there have been some companies that have tried to get away with not paying themselves a salary and only paying themselves distributions, and you can get in trouble that way. So if you do elect to be taxed as an S-corp, it is wise as a business owner to pay yourself some salary, a reasonable salary. 
And you should not have a disproportionate amount of distributions compared to your salary. The IRS will see right through that. In fact, I was reading a case study today, Watson versus United States. Um, in this case, the business owner had only paid himself a $24,000 salary, but had paid himself $220,000 in dividends, which is not subject to the self the, to the um, payroll taxes. So he got himself in trouble with the IRS and the IRS ultimately deemed that all of those dividends or at least a good chunk of them were supposed to be that he was supposed to pay those payroll taxes. So he got in some trouble and some hot water there. So while you can have some tax advantages, you got to make sure not to take advantage of it um, and pay yourself a reasonable salary. You can also elect to be taxed as a C-Corp, but in that case, you are subject to that double taxation, which can be a bit of a disadvantage. Um, and what I mean by that is whenever you're taxed as a C-Corp, you're, you're filing a separate tax return for the, comp the, for the corporation, and you have to pay taxes on the corporation, and then you also have to pay taxes to whatever on whatever money you give yourself as an owner. Essentially, it's double dipping. You have to pay on the, the corporate profits, and then you're having to pay on your personal income. So you can avoid that with becoming an S-Corp if you're eligible, because it's a pass-through entity. What is a pass-through entity? That means that it all filters through your the owner's personal tax return. Um, with an S corporation, you do have to file a corporate tax return, but you don't pay anything. It's just for informational purposes only. Everything on that tax return gets filtered to the individual tax return of the owners, and that's where the taxes are paid. So if you're eligible for the S corporation, that is definitely a serious tax advantage. And that is why I personally have elected to do that with my own company, um, seeing the, the advantages there in taxes. If you have any questions or want any more information, I'm happy to help. Um, my website is sakline.com, S-A-K-L-I-N-E.com. My email is info at sakline.com. And in my next episode, I'm gonna talk about sales tax. Thank you guys for listening. See you next time. By the Books is presented by Secline. Honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Secline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit secline.com or email info at secline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.